This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Right, wrong, or otherwise, there is a public perception out there that U.S. farmers are a Trump constituency that has been subsidized for political reasons with taxpayer money. I believe that there were valid economic reasons for payments that we got, but not all the support was bipartisan or funded by Congress. The MLP trade relief payments came from the CCC, which were never expected to be used in the way that they were. Donald J. Trump was very transparent that he saw the money going to farmers as coming from him with his good graces and that he expected love back. He exaggerated the impact of the money, acting like it was free cash flow that farmers could or should spend on new tractors and more land and that there would be more where that came from. He oversold the impact of the trade agreements. Remember when he said that he had opened the egg markets to Europe and they had no idea what he was talking about? They did not even concede to negotiate ag. He picked fights with ag trade partners that made no sense, but as long as farmers got reimbursed, they accepted it. The idea that he would win great trade deals that would make it all worth it in the long run has not borne reality. His tariffs generated counter-tariffs, and I do not believe that we have recovered the cost of those counter-tariffs yet, let alone break into the black on the trade deals that he has done. We are not in a bull market. We have needed every dime of government help to keep the wheels turning, and the prospects of where the ag economy goes next if USDA shuts the checks off creates doubt in the future. Phase one with China is likely good only through the election. What happens if and when the money stops? Political took on the challenge of answering that question. It's hard rolling back these things, said Joseph Glauber, senior fellow at the International Food Policy Research Institute and former USDA chief economist. The headlines are going to scream when USDA puts out a February 2021 farm income forecast that doesn't allow for any ad hoc payments. Those will be ripped out of the balance sheet. For example, the University of Missouri's Food and Ag Policy Research Institute in June released its baseline estimates, showing government farm payments falling from at least $32.8 billion this year to $16.6 billion in 2021. Barring a strong economic recovery, the drop-off will leave a gaping hole in many farmers' bottom lines, according to FAPRI's analysis. A net farm income that would sink from $90.6 billion in 2020 to $79.4 billion next year, a far cry from the 2013 peak of $139 billion, unquote. With the trillions being spent on COVID-19 aid, I do not see the interest in Congress in authorizing any further trade aid. The whole blown in the national bank is gargantuan, and at some point, austerity will be forced on us. Democrats seem to have a lot of problems with commercial agriculture, and government cash going to what they incorrectly describe as big corporate farmers, which is likely to dry up. There is a fair chance that the established subsidies, such as for crop insurance, PLC payments and such, will continue, but with constraints. Subsidy limits are likely to get squeezed down as eligibility is limited. The Dems do not think that they can buy farmers' love with government checks. They think that farmers will cash any checks that they will give them and still vote GOP. I think that's right. I see many here who, if they were standing at the edge of a cliff a thousand feet down, given the choice of jumping or voting for Democrats, you would find some of them at the bottom of the cliff. They are avid partisans and ideologues, but they do cash Trump checks. 
What I know for sure is that change is coming relative to government spending on ag. There'll be less of it, and what there is will be targeted differently than what it used to be. While the U.S. ag sector has been struggling to survive the trade wars, we've actually been losing. Even with subsidies, very little that we produce is profitable. The subsidies have allowed farmers to stay in business so that they could produce unprofitable crops. Why I say that we are losing the trade wars is that while U.S. farmers planted fewer crop acres this year, our overseas ag competitors planted more. This has become a trend. They're talking about reducing acreage further here in the U.S. while others expand theirs. We are losing market share. Brazilian, Russian, Ukraine farmers are profitable and subsidies make up less of their income than ours. You know how we have always said that we will feed the world? Farmers in Brazil now proclaim that they, not us, will fill that role. We're going to need a reset. There are farmers who are more worried about the details of their next subsidy payment than they are about the market. Like I said, we do need a reset. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.